everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. And welcome to First Strike, First Look right here on Visa. And I'm your host, Dave Ross. Going to break down everything coming up with a first look ahead to Saturday's card. And it really actually should be a pretty deep card with some very interesting matchups on it. For more on that, to help me break this down, we go to our guy, Lou Finnecaro. You can follow him on Twitter, at Gamblu. Also, the host of the About Business podcast, which we'll get to in a little bit, Lou. But I did want to start off right there with the main event, Rob Font against Marlon Vera. Uh, this is a very intriguing matchup. And again, we want to preface this show is first look as we do first strike on Friday. But here as we sit on a Tuesday, when you see Rob Fawn about a minus dollar thirty, minus dollar thirty-five against Vera, about plus fifteen, one fifteen on the comeback. What do you make of this matchup, Lou? And it sounds like it could be very, very competitive. Well, first, Dave, thank you so much for having me on. I love breaking down the fights, especially this early in the week. I can kind of be free with my thoughts because I'm still really putting much of it together. Font Vera are, you know, similar guys, really. Uh, Font's a little older, 34 to 29, but they're about the same size, reach, everything else. Font uh, comes off a loss, five-round main event, decision loss to Aldo, of which you got to think he learned tons in. And we realize Vera has not been in a main event five-round fight yet. So there's a little wrinkle to this matchup from the beginning. Font uh, wants to stand. He's a fluent boxer, striker, and has pretty decent takedown defense, 55%, which is going to be foundational for this fight uh, because I look at Vera as maybe a more well-rounded fighter than Rob Font is. Uh, Font probably has wrestling. He just doesn't choose to use it. (laughs) And Vera does have a grappling game that he does use, and he's well-rounded. He also tends to get stronger as his fights go on. At least that's what we've seen in the three-round version of Vera. Vera's going to want to try and get this to the ground, make no mistake, for control. Font's going to try and keep him from getting this fight to the ground so he can exercise advantage. That's the compelling nature to this fight. We're going to get 25 minutes of it, and I think we're going to get a full 25 minutes because I don't know that I see either of these two finishing the other, Dave. 
Yeah, it's a great point, and that's why you can see right now juiced over four and a half rounds to minus a dollar sixty. If you think there could get a finish, uh, KOT carrier DQ or a sub, you're looking at plus a dollar thirty under four and a half rounds. But I'm with you. There's a reason why that number is there because most people like you, Lou, think this is kind of mirror images here. You would think there's going to be a lot of ground time here, and if you know, basically, if Marlon Vera can't get a stoppage of Ramfot, uh, this one could easily go back to the scorecards in a five-round decision. When you look at the co-main event here, you have the ageless Andre Arlovsky taking on Jake Collier here, and uh, the old man over 40 here, the former UFC heavyweight champion of the world way back uh, two decades ago now. It's amazing to think that he's still viable here at minus $1.45 against Collier, who's plus 125. What do you make of this three-round heavyweight matchup? Yeah, I tip my hat to Arlovsky. He's not only been able to, you know, shed skins and stick around, but now he realizes that he doesn't want to stand in there and throw haymakers at uh, <laughs> opponents. Rather, he's using footwork and jabs and uh, making uh, opponents box fight him and uh, try and he tries to win via attrition or decision. In this case, his opponent, Jake Collier, a one-time middleweight fighter, 185 pounds, has really ballooned. But with him and his weight gain, has uh, he's retained his power, and he's explosive. He's got power. His strikes are not necessarily straight. They're more roundhouse. And he's got about three minutes of fight in him. And in this fight, I kind of handicap him as made for Arlovsky for if Andre can withstand a furious first three, four minutes from Collier, I think Andre eventually can have his way with him, perhaps even finish him. Well, if you think you can get a finish here, again, the uh, the total rounds here, we're looking at over two and a half rounds, juice to the over, minus $2. The under right now, solid plus money at plus $1.60. If you think Orlovsky can get the stoppage of the smaller former middleweight, as you mentioned, in Jay Collier, now back up to the heavyweight division. Very intriguing fight there. Whenever you have Andre Touchy-Feely on the card against Joe Anderson uh, Brito here, uh, you can understand why Feely is a solid over $2 favorite in this one, but also it can be danger. For a guy like Feely, who we've had a lot of expectations of him in his career, what do you make of this matchup here as he's laying 260 in this one? Yeah, he's probably a decent, uh, he's worthy of being a decent favorite here. Brito Brazilian does come with striking, but he also comes with a BJJ base, of course. But Feely will be the much more savvy, uh, refined guy. If Brito's going to have his way, it's going to have to be with an explosive strike. And really, this will be a fight that I tend to try and view and gain knowledge of Brito, a fighter I don't have a great deal of knowledge about against a good veteran in Feely as well, Dave. Up until now, I have not had access to the totals that you're giving in these fights. So to hear these totals is the first time hearing uh, of them all week long. So I'm glad you're providing those fight by fight. Absolutely. This is why it's first strike first look here on a Tuesday before we get close. Obviously, the meat and potatoes of fight week getting to Saturday. And to that point, Lou, right now, the over is juiced heavily two and a half in that three round 
fight with Feely and Brito at about a dollar eighty-five is what I'm seeing here. The under now plus one fifty. But again, you're kind of getting the vibe that a lot of these fights potentially feel like they might be decisions here. At least that's the way the early odds makers have made them here as we sit on a Tuesday. You know, the card is deeper than some people might give it uh, first uh, blush at it when you look at it. And I look at a guy like Darren Elkins, the damage back in there against uh, Tristan Connolly here. And Elkins is the favorite at $1.65. Connolly here plus 145 in this potential three-round matchup. We know that the damage can take a lot of damage. I don't know if that's a good thing, but we've also seen him rebound fight in fights, Lou, where he looks like he's down and out. What do you make it Elkins here as the dollar 65 favorite? Well, you nailed it, Dave. Elkins is tough as a $2 steak. And unfortunately, <laughs> if you sneeze on him, he'll bleed. And he often bleeds, gets very red during fights. And it looks like he's getting waxed when oftentimes it's his toughness that, that allows him to bear right through whatever he may look like and wage an effective war on opponents. Uh, listen, Elkins is, is really, he's tough as nails. Uh, even though he got knocked out by Cub Swanson in his last, he beat uh, Derek Minner, who's a good, strong mm-hmm. UFC caliber fighter prior to that. And Tristan Conley is fighting at 145. Just a couple fights ago, he fought at 170. He's lost a ton of weight. He's coming off injury. He's had two separate neck procedures, meaning surgeries. So Mm. I can't in any kind of confidence recommend Conley in this spot. Rather, I think Elkins is the worthy favorite. And again, we're seeing here, kind of like with the other fights we've already mentioned here, where it's juiced to the over two and a half rounds at minus $2, the under right now, plus 160. So you're seeing, again, a lot of these fights, uh, at least the odds makers here in Sin City, expecting long fights deep into the night. I do want to touch on one more fight before we let you go, Lou, and that's Christoph Jocko against Gerald Mearshart here. Uh, obviously, two veterans of the sport here. Jocko, though, a solid favorite at minus 170, Mearshart plus 150. What do you make of this three-rounder? Uh, Dave, I think it's tied completely to the total. Is the total two and a half juiced over? Yeah, let me let me give you that. This one right now, again, two and a half as well, but uh, not as juiced as heavily here. Over two and a half rounds, minus 110. The under uh, is minus 120, but again, a fight that they're expecting potentially to go to the cards. Great, because the way I look at this fight is Jotko is the typical Eastern European, very stoic and upright in his stance. He has that karate background, so it makes him even more erect. And he's a decision fighter. He's He has no flash, no flamboyance, a little bit of power. He's a decision fighter. Mearshart, on the other hand, really not overly comfortable on the feet, although he's improving there. But he's a submission fighter. And for this line to be really weight as tepid as it is on the two and a half. I give Mearshart a really good opportunity here, but he's going to have to grab hold of Jotko and get him down. And if he does, I think he can submit it. And there we go. At a plus 150, uh, maybe some dog value right there in Mearshart. Hey, Lou, I always like to talk about it. The, the, the Bout Business podcast that you have, when people tune in each and every week, what are they going to hear? Each week there is a UFC card, except for this week, unfortunately. There is a Bout Business podcast that basically summarizes the four to seven releases that I make each week, and we tabulate results. 
It, we keep a running total. We won't be there this week. So instead, check out First Strike. But next week for UFC 274 in Phoenix, we'll be right back. And I appreciate you allowing me to speak about that, Dave. Absolutely, Lou. It's great information. We've been on fire here at First Strike the last couple of weeks. Let's keep it going. Uh, a great first look to this card coming up ahead on Saturday. Lou, always appreciate the time and the information, my friend. We'll catch up again soon. Thanks so much. Good luck to everybody. There he is, Lou Finicaro. Everybody follow him on Twitter at GamLou. Hope you enjoyed this first look, uh, First Strike here coming up this week. Enjoy the card. We'll see you Friday for First Strike right back here on Visa. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.